Your health is made up of the hundreds of decisions you make daily that can be overwhelming at times. So each week, we will do a checkup on various well-being topics to give you a fresh perspective to feeling your best. We'll also share our own personal health journeys, what's worked, what hasn't, and the lessons learned along the way. We want this to be a resource where you can learn to become your own best health advocate and embrace that you are beautifully and wonderfully made well. Meg. Mel. How you doing today? You know? Hanging in there. Hanging in there. <laughs> One arm from the monkey bar. Yep. <laughs> All right. Today we, on our podcast, we're talking about uh, rhythms and we have a special guest today. So we told you last time we did a podcast that Megan and I have been reading a book. It's called Rhythms of Renewal. And the author, Rebecca Lyons, she breaks the book down in four different sections. And the first one that she discusses is about rest. So um, we thought we would bring somebody on who uh, we've seen do this very well, who might be able to give us some wisdom and some insight around rest and maybe how you can start incorporating this into your day-to-day or your weeks, sometimes maybe just your moments. And... Hopefully you get some good tips and start can start incorporating this in. Awesome. Well, today on the podcast, we have special guest Katherine Harrison. She's also a licensed counselor and therapist. First met Katherine, oh my gosh, maybe it was eight years ago now. And she came to one of my yoga classes as a yoga student. And we just had so much fun together. Um, we, it was at a yoga studio that had a, a rather intimate setting. Sometimes it would just be us one-on-one. And we really got to know each other quite well. I've become dear friends over the years. Um, she's prayed with me. She's prayed for me. Uh, and has just been such a wonderful influence in my life and I'm so grateful to be able to call you a friend Catherine so thanks for coming on the podcast today and talking about rest well thank you for having me and it is absolutely a delight to spend time with you either by phone or on podcast or in person which has been a long time now but I am honored to speak here and to share with you what I know which may or may not be exactly what you think it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're excited to hear what you have to tell us. Yeah, and I think, you know, that that brings up a good point. We all kind of have a different idea of what rest looks like and different seasons call for different amounts of rest, right? Me, myself, um, hanging on one arm on the monkey bars, like I'm in this definite season of the need for rest and I think sometimes I kick and scream against that because I'm such an active person. I teach fitness classes for a living. Like I want to move, do stuff. And it's so hard for me to slow down and rest. So Mm -hmm. the first question we wanted to ask you, Catherine, today was why do you think that, um, or actually tell me a little bit about how, um, you came to a place where you knew you needed to rest and it became 
a pre- predominant sort of feature in your life? Oh, goodness. Um, you know, I think as as we age, we have a greater need for rest. And mm. I began to realize uh, through various circumstances in my life, I couldn't do it all. Mm. Like, I had to do it all, but I couldn't do it all. Um, mm, I'm single, and that, you know, I didn't expect to be single, but I'm single. And that leaves a lot on my shoulders just for day-to-day living. Yeah. And so I worked hard in the garden. I had to take care of the house. I had all kinds of projects. I was working full-time. And I just started to crumble. And um, I, there was a point where I needed to just take a break. Um, oftentimes people will say, I don't have time to rest. I can't take time to rest. I have too much to do. Yeah. I was saying all that. Hear that all the um, time. Pardon me? Hear, I hear that all the time. Oh, yeah. I don't have time. How can I rest? Mm-hmm. Um, my question to myself was, am I having fun yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, I needed some quiet um, because there's so much chatter everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. Chatter on TV, chatter even on radio, on our phones, our computers, even Sometimes listening to podcasts can be too much chatter in our head. I agree. And so I just needed to be still. And for me, um, I needed to connect with God intentionally Mm -hmm. in a way that I believe that he had called me to, and that was to take a Sabbath. Um, Now, I, I have to say up front, I don't always do it on Sundays. (laughs) Because sometimes Sundays I have to work or Sunday it's not raining. So I have to work in the garden or, you know, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. but just learning that it's necessary and giving myself permission to stop the rat race Mm -hmm. and take a day for myself, take a day to be quiet, take a day for stillness was absolutely critical. Yeah. I read an article from Tim Keller and it was he was talking about Sabbath, and he said it's really more than the external rest of the body. It's really about inner rest of your soul. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do you feel like when you when you realize that? How do you feel like? What are some ways that you feel like your soul and your body got some rest? Got quiet. Oh gosh, I think you used well, the word quiet. You know that's been that's been a real part of my healing process um, from lots of of traumas in my life Mm -hmm. we get so anxious and feel like we have to do it all um and we can't do it all and then we get overwhelmed and then we just you know it just doesn't happen Mm -hmm. so rest for your soul is probably one of the most critical things that you can do for your body because if because it, it's all connected, right? Your body, your mind, your soul, your heart, the whole thing. Right. And when your soul is at peace and at rest, the whole rest of your, all your other functions, your body, your mind, whatever, mm-hmm. um, they all kind of settle into place. Mm-hmm. And that takes some intention to do that. But I learned, first of all, I had to give myself permission to stop 
that was hard. Mm-hmm. Yoga was a good part in that. Yoga was great in that, you know, we we spent a lot of time just on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> I, str- I struggled for a long time with this need to accomplish, this need to um, be constantly doing and going and feeling productive and... Mm-hmm that I, I wasn't enough. I wasn't doing enough if I didn't produce or say I did 16 loads of laundry today, you know, or whatever the deal was. Um, 16. Well, <laughs> I think you're my, good my, for the day. my daughter has small children, so she's up against that. But, yeah. um, but you just, you want to feel productive and say at the end of the day, I did this, I did this and this and this and this, and mm-hmm. isn't that great? Well, the best thing I've learned to do is to say, and I did absolutely nothing today, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, a day of contemplation could include a wander through an antique store because I love that, mm-hmm. with you know a little bit of money in my pocket and no agenda, mm-hmm. right? Um, it could be sitting for an extra half an hour in my bed with a cup of tea. And having a little quiet time or reading a book. It could be doing something creative. And actually, Mm. I'll tell you, when you're busy and you don't have time to stop, creativity is the first thing that goes out the window. Mm -hmm. It's the first thing that, for me anyway, it's the first thing that I forget to do or I don't have time to do. Mm -hmm. And it's the one thing that feeds my soul well. That's interesting. That's interesting that you say that because later in this book, we're actually going to talk about creativity and um, really the book, the first two sections, she talks about like pouring into yourself. And then the second two, she talks about outpouring, like where you can and create being creative is one of those. So that's interesting that you say that, like, you know, you mentioned like I'm staying in bed, maybe drinking a cup of tea and reading for a little bit or, you know, spending some time just shopping, um, you know, some things that are more, uh, alone time, I guess you could say, um, and being able to take some time to pour into yourself so you can have an outpouring, whatever the creativity, uh, whatever your creativity part of it is. For some people, it might be, writing music it might be doing a craft i mean what what do you what do you do when you are creative oh well i like to just do crafty things like play with glass beads and yeah. silver wire and you know i and i sew and i you know i putter in the garden a lot yeah um uh, but but those things they have to come from a place of stillness inside mm mm-hmm. mhm you have to get to a point where it's not just about, oh, I've got to go create something now. It's like I have to take like three days to come down from normal life sometimes till I feel like I'm quiet enough that I can say, okay, you know, I've got a couple hours today. What do I want to do? And that's just pure luxury, <laughs> absolute luxury to say, wow, I've got some time. Mm-hmm. I can t- or create the time and say, you know, I'm going to do this. Um, but, yeah, crafty things are, are wonderful for me. 
And I really never knew, other than gardening, I really never knew that I loved those things because I always was doing, for example, I'll use sewing because I, I do that a lot, but, um, but I would sew because I could mm-hmm. or because I needed to or because it was cheaper than going to buy something or whatever. So sewing became a task rather than a pleasure and a joy. And so as I started doing more crafty things, rather than sewing, I was playing. And I thought, this is amazing. I feel happy when I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And it really, it brought real restoration to my soul to do something that made me happy, something that brought me joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a really important uh, aspect of that, um, to just give myself the time. What would you to- say to someone who's, having a difficult time with rest? Well, that can take a lot of different twists and turns. And because my profession is as a counselor, I talk to people all the time who say they can't just stop and take time. And I really want to take time for myself and learn these some things. But, you know, I don't have time to do the homework or whatever it is Mm. that I've asked them to do. And so this is a really good opportunity for evaluation Mm -hmm. of what we're busy with. Mm -hmm. And so I I have to ask myself, too, am I the only one that can do this task? Do I have a hard time saying no or asking for help? Do I have an overactive sense of responsibility? Or am I avoiding potential pain that often surfaces when I have time to contemplate life? Wow, um, that's a good one. That That's something we can dig into a little bit also. But um, then there's a few little practical things like, am I surrounded by toddlers or babies all day long? <laughs> um, <laughs> because those kinds of things say, you know, you just wake up in the morning and you say, um, hi, God, help me get through the day, and then you just get on with it, Mm -hmm. and you just do what's in front of you, and maybe if you're lucky, you get nap time, Mm -hmm. and you put your feet up and do nothing for 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. but, um, but this whole, the whole concept that, um, we don't take time to rest, um, this is, and this is one of the, I think, most important things that I have really learned, is that if we're too busy, we need to stop and ask ourselves why we're too busy. Yeah, I think that's a great question. Oftentimes people are too busy because they don't want to feel any emotions or any pain or have any thoughts of things that are hard or things that hurt or things that they're not comfortable with because they're not comfortable with themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we get busy and we don't stop. And there's, you know, there's 150,000 things out there to take our attention and want our our time. Mm-hmm. But what about your own self? You know, like, can you take the time to contemplate how am I with myself? Am I doing okay? Mm-hmm. Am I content with my life or am I still trying to uh, alleviate, you know, pain of relationships, the pain Mm -hmm. of 
family issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when people get still, when they allow themselves to get still, then they have to think about those things. And most of the time, people just kind of blaze through life and they don't bother to sit down and think about those things. And that's hard. Yeah, I agree. I really liked what you said when you kind of said take an inventory of the things that are keeping you busy. There's a lot of things that you said maybe we could ask for help on or, you know, we're just trying to do it all. Um, and, And really rest brings us to a place where we can evaluate some of those things in our life. Why do you think that God invites us to rest? Well, It's his design in the first place. You know, he rested after his labors of creating all the earth. And, you know, if you, I'm sitting in my backyard right now and looking at the variety just of trees, mm-hmm. not to mention weeds or grass or <laughs> flowers or, you know, all the other things. And I think not that it was hard for him, but it took him some time. Um, six days doesn't seem like enough to do all that, <laughs> but. But he intentionally stopped. And you know, you know why I think he did? Why? Because he just wanted to enjoy what he had created. Yeah. He, took time, he stopped and took time to just look at it mm-hmm. and enjoy it. And I don't know if you guys have ever just like sat at the beach or in the woods or somewhere and just looked. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. If you look at the trunk of a tree or a branch, um, I love the way in my garden I have a lot of different plants that they're very different from one another. And just taking the time to appreciate the veining of a leaf Mm -hmm. or the fact that this particular plant has leaves that are opposite one another Mm -hmm. and the next plant has more random scattered leaves. it's just, it's really interesting to see the variety. Anyway, um, I think you just, bring, I think you bring up a, a really good point, Catherine, in that, you know, when we allow that time to sit and rest and see the beauty, we also can reflect and appreciate the moment. And that I think that appreciation is a big part of fulfillment, right? If, if we're not slowing down and if, if part of that fear in rest is reflecting on our life and maybe the discontentment that we may have, well, in actuality, when we allow space to slow down and remember all of the things that have happened, that actually brings a lot of joy, a lot of peace a lot of purpose that if you're not looking for those things along the way, no matter what goal, whatever you have in front of you, it, it's hard for it to be enough. Uh Uh Have taken some time for yourself. And then how do you normally feel after? Well, it, it kind of builds itself up, you know, and you just, you say, okay, I can do this or I can do that, but I have to stop here or there. I think having an awareness that too much is too much, like, oh no, I can't do this and that. I just had a, a, a text chat with a friend and I said, I'm thinking about these things and would love to chat with you. Mm-hmm. 
well, but on Thursday I'm doing this, and on Friday I'm doing that, and on Saturday I'm doing that, and on Sunday I'm doing that, and <laughs> can I talk to you on Monday? And she said, well, on Monday I'm doing this, and I thought, okay, well, we'll get together one of these days. <laughs> and it's it's not that there there's too much in that those particular days. It's this too much. It's a logistics thing for the timing of the day. Sure. But um, but if we recognize that, you know, kind of, I'm a calendar person. I have to keep my calendar on the table in front of me, mm-hmm. and and try really hard not to overschedule. And if I see that I have a couple of days where there isn't something that's demanding my attention, then I will box those out and say, I'm not doing anything on these days mm-hmm. and, and give myself that kind of time. I think, um, I think that's a wonderful tool. I've integrated that into my own life too, as a, as a type A doer, you know, sometimes just blocking off that time on my calendar as quiet time or <laughs> rest, or I'm going to do something that I want to do in the moment um, yes. can be really helpful if you feel like you haven't been able to find the time to do it. How long ago did you start doing that for yourself? How long? Yeah, how long ago did you start incorporating oh, this? Like, I, I can't even remember a time when I didn't. Yeah. Um, because, and mostly it, it happened because of other people's expectations of me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had to stay on top of that. And then if I wanted to schedule something in, I, <clears throat> I've just taken now to, to saying, I want to do this and such, <clears throat> excuse me, and, and saying no to other people and saying, no, I'm sorry, I don't have time on that day mm-hmm. um, because I've already scheduled it for myself. And that's, <clears throat> I'm sorry. You're good. I think that you bring up a good point. It's, it's, I heard, I heard someone say it this morning um, when you say, yes to something you're saying no to something else and just being mindful of that mm-hmm. when, mm-hmm. We, when we make our decisions about how we spend time yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> let me just take a minute and kind of cruise over some of the things i wrote down here um you were asking me how i feel or how do i know that i need rest mm-hmm. um i've I can feel the stress when there's too many things going on, but I can say to myself, it's okay, you just take the next step and do the next thing. A lot of the the frustration we have about not being able to rest or feeling like we can't is that we build up this story that we tell ourselves mm-hmm. and we we start getting anxious about well, what if this happens or what if I don't do this or I have to go and do all these 10 different things. Mm-hmm. And I'm really irritated about that. And so when we start applying feelings and irritations and anxiety to the situation, it changes. It changes us inside and it changes the event that we're doing. So I have to go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And so that could be, you know, run in, run out, grab a few things. Or it could be contemplative and wander through and take my time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's how we how we act or feel inside about the things that we have to do. Like, okay, I was hoping to go to the park today or 
take a walk today, but I need to do these three things first. Mm -hmm. So it's my attitude about that that makes what I'm doing. You, You can experience rest in the midst of doing an activity. Yeah, I agree. So if I have to clean the bathtub, that it's it's a physical act, but it, I can still do that with a heart and mind and soul at rest. Mm. If I just give myself to it and say, you know, I'm not going to stress out about this thing. Mm-hmm. I've got to do it. It needs to be done. So I'm going to do it and enjoy it when I'm doing it. Yeah, I think <laughs> Listen to a podcast while I do it, yeah. you know, whatever. That is so, um, that is so profound, Catherine. <laughs> and I think, I think what I love about it is, you know, in those moments of like where you're doing something, but you desire for it to be rest it's this process of slowing down and like Mm -hmm. remembering the details. And so if you're scrubbing, you know, like just noticing the details, the colors of the tub, um, hopefully you're using a chemical free, uh, scrubs, maybe, (laughs) maybe baking soda. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just noticing the scents, like that, that, taking in all of the details is part of that mindful practice that can be really helpful yeah. as a part of rest. Yeah. That, and that's what it is. It's about being mindful of the things that you do, being mindful of how you feel. Mm. Um, what are you, what I want to use the words, what, what are you, um, let's say, um, no, the words are escaping me now. You have to edit this part. Uh, <laughs> um, what what scent are you giving off in your life? Mm. Let's just say, let's use that. Mm. So if if I'm giving off the scent of stress, everybody around me is going to feel that, hear that, see that. If I have this sense of being content and being calm and accepting of this is what I need to do today. Mm-hmm the world is going to see that the people around me are going to see that or smell that or whatever. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, really you want to work from a place of rest, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't want to be so busy going about everything that you haven't been able to fill your cup and then Mm -hmm. you're overextending yourself and you're not able to give to others Mm -hmm. and work Mm -hmm. from a place of rest. I think that's so important to remember yeah. and and you're right like if we're overextending ourselves and we're not working from a place of rest we end up stinking like i like that mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> i mean we really do i i love that yeah. Uh, analogy yeah well here's here's another little a little picture for you to think about when you see a duck sitting on the water mm-hmm. it looks like they're just sitting there being still most of the time mm. but based on whatever the current is underneath them they could be paddling to beat the band. Mm-hmm. They could be working their little tail off. Yeah. To, and so underneath the water, their feet are paddling and paddling and paddling and paddling. And a lot of times we try and give this impression that we're calm and collected and all is well. And how are you doing today? Just fine. Thank you. Right. And really we're paddling so hard underneath. We just absolutely exhaust ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, inside and so thinking about going through life with kind of a 
an attitude of rest. Um, and I know a season or a day or a week off is always a great thing too, but it's, can I go through life today sitting on the pond like a duck without (laughs) having to paddle so hard? What would you say to the people that are paddling? Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Easier said than done. I would say, why are you paddling so hard? Oftentimes it's because we want to appear calm on the outside, but we are working really hard on the inside or underneath the water level. Um, because we have this need or this feeling that we have to accomplish, we have to do. If I don't do it, it won't get done. If I don't get it done, then I will have other people will be disappointed in me, or I won't get the raise, or my boss will, you know, fire me, or you mm-hmm. know, all kinds of different things, and. So we stress ourselves out. Well, what if, what if you didn't do this thing or that thing? Would the world really fall apart? <laughs> would you really lose your job? <laughs> would you, you know you you might be a much healthier person if you said no sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. appreciate I really yeah. appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom. One of the things that you mentioned earlier. Um, and I all and really I read pretty much the same thing in the Tim Keller article I told you I read earlier. But uh-huh. you said and he's saying like in the Bible, um, well I'll quote from him. But in the Bible, Sabbath rest means to cease regularly from and enjoy the results of your work. So it's really taking a step back, like you've mentioned a lot of times, just sitting back, enjoying. Um, you know, you've done all this work, sit back and enjoy it. Um, Take a moment for yourself, do some things that that you enjoy. You like working in the garden, you mentioned, or sewing. There's a lot of things that can come from that. And um, really, just resting that God has you. Like, the world isn't going to end because you don't get a particular task done. Um, Your children aren't going to fail at life because one thing didn't happen, you know? So I really appreciate you, you showing us your wisdom and, and willing to talk with us today. One last question. What would you say to someone who's being forced to rest and they don't want to rest? Give me a context in, in which somebody would be forced to rest. So someone who's sick or, or bedridden and they, they can't do and they want to get up and do and go yeah. and accomplish things and they can't yeah what would you say to that person it's a hard place to be mm-hmm. and there's there's a lot of good that can be done first and foremost in your own heart. Mm. But God has things intentionally set aside for us to do when we're quiet. Or when we, if we're experiencing, experiencing an imposed rest, if we're sick or, you know, it would, it would make me crazy if I broke a leg or something, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but what is it that he may have for you in the midst of that? Mm. Is it additional prayer 
and time with him? Is it a particular book to read? Is it, you know, learning how to knit? (laughs) Um, Or is it just being available to the next person that comes to see you or visit you? Or who can you talk to on the phone? Um, I'm sure it's very frustrating. Um, My mom has had to adjust her life having had a stroke recently and it's been really frustrating for her because she can't go and do the way she used to Mm -hmm. and she's getting better but she's a busy person she's a person who likes to be busy all the time and so she I see her spending more time reading and um she visits with her neighbors and things like that, but um, but it, it can be a good time of contemplation. It it can be a time of process. Like it's not about an end result so much as it's how are you going to manage the process of being quiet and still when you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. What do you need to learn in that season? Um when you want to be out and about and doing, um, if you can't, then what can you do instead? Where might you grow and learn or learn a new, a new skill, a new craft, um, read a good book, learn a new language. (laughs) I mean, you know, there's a thousand, thousand things to do that you can do by not being out and about and going and doing the way you usually want to. Yeah. But um, I know one of Megan's, I think it's one of your favorite verses is be still and know that I am God. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the way, like if even if it's forced or unforced, it's one of the ways that we can really um, turn our, some of it is it, like reflective in the sense of like you need to look internally but a lot of it is just resting and waiting on God to uh, or relying on God to provide for your your needs he says come to me all you who are weary like I will give you rest um, you know it's not all up to us you know and I think that whether forced or unforced that's a really good opportunity to shift our focus towards him and mm. and see what he um, what he has for us, what plans he has for us, you know, to have in our life. He, he does have plans for us. He has work. I was reminded the other day that, um, God has work for all of us to do and he's picked each of us individually to do part of that work. So Mm -hmm. like he's picked you Catherine for a specific work assignment and, um, He's picked me. He's picked Megan for different things in our lives. And I think when we're relying on him, we're resting in him and we're looking to him, um, we can be really, it it fills us up when we rest and we can work from that place and um, be honoring to God in our lives. And then it comes back to um, being able to enjoy the results of our work because we're doing what he's planned for us. And that's when we're probably happiest in life, right? Absolutely. And it, and it gives us the opportunity also to wake up in the in the new day and say, "Wow, I wonder what today will hold." Yeah, being what excited I about bring it, right? Today, or how God will use me today, or you know, what 
what do you have for me to do today? Mm-hmm. And to take that attitude throughout the day and know that even as we get busy with, like, I'm going to pull my computer out and start working on some paperwork again this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but look at the things that come your way throughout the day as opportunities to connect not only with him, but with other people. Mm-hmm. Other people in, in our lives are not interruptions. Mm. Other people are opportunities. Mm. I like and that. We, get, we get the opportunity then to connect not only with God, but with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in op- it gives us the opportunity to love and to care yeah. and to give in ways that we might miss if we're not paying attention. Yeah. Before we wrap up today, I know Megan said she had one more question for you, but this is really the last question. I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite activity do to rest? You've mentioned several throughout our conversation, so I thought I'd end on like a a more fun note and say, what's your uh, favorite uh, way to rest? Doing what I'm doing right now, sitting on the swing on my patio with a nice cup of tea <laughs> and just watching the morning wake up. Mm. watching the birds fly around in my backyard and I've got little hummingbirds that come and find all my flowers <laughs> so that's that's the enjoying what I what I have worked hard for yeah part um, wish just we were be- there yeah wish we yeah. were there it sounds nice <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you well I hope that I get to see you someday soon Miss Megan and uh, Mel it would be lovely to see you in person too yeah i would love so. to meet you in person thanks for coming on we again we just appreciate all your wisdom that you graced us with today and um we're hoping that this can help many others you're very kind thank you so much for having me thank you thanks Catherine. bye-bye all that was such a good conversation that we had with Catherine. We hope you got some good tips and encouragement and inspiration to evaluate and find ways that you can incorporate some rest into your days and your weeks. Next week or the next time our podcast comes out, we'll be talking about uh, restore and how you can build a bit rhythm of restoration into your life. Yeah, we hope you tune in and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you found this helpful. To connect or receive the podcast notes, you can contact us via email at hello at themadewellshow.com or on Facebook and Instagram at The Madewell Show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you know when the latest episode is out. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to leave us a review and share with a friend so they can easily find us. And remember that they are beautifully and wonderfully made.